0: Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe.
1: And welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hosts Don and Ashley. And today we will be reviewing *Fae Bound* by Sarah L. Arifi. If you are new to the Novel Universe podcast, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And for those of you who are new, what we do here is we give a spoiler-free um overview and we talk about our likes and our dislikes once again spoiler free and then we will go into a spoiler edition but we will let you know before we do that to make it a little bit more interesting ashley and i do not discuss the book before we do the podcast so we are both in the dark as to what each of us thought of the book and for our final piece of housekeeping our next book will be bride by alex ally alex i don't know i've never read any of her books don't don't judge me Ride by Allie Hazelwood.
0: All right, Ashley, we want to do the intro of Fae Bound. Divided by blood, imprisoned by fate, bound by desire. Welcome to the intoxicating world of the Fae. Yeren is a warrior in the Elven army and has known nothing but violence her whole life. Her sister, Luttle, is trying to make a living as a div- diviner, uh, seeking prophecies for a better future. When a fatal mistake leads Yeren's exile from the elven lands they are both forced into a terrifying wilderness beyond their borders there they encounter the impossible the fae court the fake court haven't been seen for a millennium but now yiren and lettle are thrust into their seductive world torn between their loyalty to each other their elven homeland and their hearts dun 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 <laughs> I feel like I always start it like that. Like, you it's do. like some, like, unpending doom that we need to, like, prep ourselves for. You do. It hasn't changed in almost, was it now, four years? Four years. It hasn't changed in four years. I think I still start everyone like that. <laughs> Don, what did you rate Baybound. Bound? I gave it a three.
1: I love, oh. did, did, what, did you, like, hide your eyes? What was that, what was that face? I did
0: I did because I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So you gave it a three. Okay. Okay. Um, I gave it a 2.5 to a three. Yeah. I was not I was not having this book. No. Um <laughs> which we can get into, Um, but this was really hard for me to read. So for all of um, you listeners that have been listening for a long time, Ashley is a huge Moss fan. So the newest Moss book came out and I was still powering through *Fay Bound and it was not on my top priority list to get through it. So, but I was excited to read it because it's supposed to be like a more adult fantasy. And there is a lot of different genres that Ashley is not privy to reading normally. Um, so I was really excited to read it. And I just I don't know this book kind of flat for me in a lot of areas. Um, So but we can get into it. So we're gonna get into our dislikes. Dawn. Do you have any dislikes? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. You got hella dislikes?
1: I got hella dislikes. All right, so I say this a lot. Um, Ashley gave her a little disclaimer. My disclaimers is that I read a lot of YA fantasy. And when I read adult fantasy, I expect to be challenged. Like I, mm-hmm. if I'm reading a YA fantasy, then, then I know what I'm going to expect. But an adult fantasy is written for adults that can handle tougher themes, you know, a more challenging world and that is what I expect and I did not get that here and I was I was shocked because I read her first series Final Strife I read at least the first book and that book was way more challenging than this one as far as world oh, yeah. and character and everything and this book I was just like what is I mean the first maybe 25% was pretty good but then after that it was just like downhill as far as like the intellectual writing style
0: Hmm. Hmm. I think I agree with you. Like the, I was sucked in the first twenty pages or t- not twenty pages, but the first like twenty percent. Right. Like we're brought into a world. There's three goddesses. Essentially, you know, there's the god of Fae, the god of humans, and the god of the elves. Right. And so, like, they basically create their children. They create all these different worlds. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. We're sucked right into like this ginormous battle that's going on, you know, and where we learn like about Yerenin and she's a colonel in this um, ever war or whatever it is, because they're constantly at war. They're looking for their power source and like to help their land and feed their people and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, cool, that sounds great. Well, then she, you know, winds up getting like exiled right away. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Like what's going on? Like. It was set up super well, Um, and fortunately, I think my biggest issue with this book is the world building lacked in so many areas that it took away from the plot, (laughs) because then we also had all of these other little, like, side plots happening that just kind of took away from the overarching part of the story and they just they were unnecessary Um, and it made me lose focus as to like what what are we supposed to be focusing on in this story like are we focusing on attaining the magic back are we focusing on like this lost world like what are what's happening here um gonna get but it was like it was so weird because it was just like we we got this great setup and then it just kind of like all went to poop like (laughs) i don't know like we just decided we don't want to create it anymore and so we're just going to keep it very surface level and almost lacking information
1: and i wonder if that's the reason why we don't have a lot of fairy books is because fae lore is is huge there's mm-hmm. a lot of canon, and then there's some room to, like, you know, do your own thing. But if you look at, like, Sarah J. Mass, who I think is one of the people who has really perfected it, and Holly Black, like, there are, besides those two ladies, there are not very many people who do fairy books because it's hard, and I don't know yep. if Sarah really knows the lore well enough to really dig into the fairy canon. I don't know. I felt like she didn't. Also, Elf Canon. I felt like we were really missing something here with the elves and the Fey, and Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why Mm -hmm. the world was just not there.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with you. I just maybe she just couldn't write it, but she started off. She started off real good. I was like, okay, like this is this is getting there. I get it, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay,
1: so my second one was there were several tell and no-show moments, particularly uh the queen who exiled Yurine. What's her name? Urine, I was saying Yurine. Um, oh, I think uh,
0: Yurine, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so when she, of course, she's trying to get back home. Of course, she's a colonel of her army. She's trying to get home for her people. And everyone's kind of tell her, well, the queen, she's a bit of an a-hole. And I'm like, is she? like we didn't see an A hole and they were just and, and I feel like that's setting up book 2 because now they I'm you know I don't know what book I do know what book 2 is I finished the book. I mean I know what's going to happen in book 2. You that's, do? I'm sorry. Let me let me say all that over. <laughs> I was like you re- what? No. <laughs> Did it just come out? I ended book 1 so I know what is going I know what the setup is for book 2. That's what I meant. I know there's eventually um Yreen is probably going to have to Choose between the people like her, her elves and the and the fae, um, to fight for, and then of course, we might get this horrible, horrible queen that everyone keeps warning her about. But you can't do that, you have to set up an antagonist as a horrible person if they are to be the impending villain. And it also happened with elves, like, we have these elves who are basically into this, you know, they're prisoners. And they don't like the elves. But, Mm -hmm. and I mean, they're trying to kill them. But I never really Mm -hmm. felt like people were like, ugh, I hate you. They would, like, go up to them. There was, like, one group of people that was really trying to, like, kill them. But why? Why? Mm -hmm. We didn't really, really get an understanding of why they hate elves so much. And I don't know if El-Sarafi was... Al sarafi I think her name is... Was relying on elf canon for us to just know that fate and elves don't get along because we have all are supposed to have read lord of the rings and we just supposed to know that well not everybody has yes i have ashley has we read at least the first one
0: but Mm -hmm. not everybody
1: has so you have to assume that not everybody knows the canon
0: right right well and it's just like i i to go along with that, too, I felt like the elves were written more humanistic, too. Yeah. Like, the elves, like, there wasn't anything special about them other than their ears. Like, and that they could p- play, like, their drum, like, their magical drums or whatever. Like, like their magic kind of was infused from that and in from the Obeid or whatever, like, hide was happening there. Um, but they had very humanistic. Everything else. Just everything like i don't know that there was nothing to me that made them stick out as a fey, as a yeah. elven people more so than the fey other than powers i guess
1: yeah and like i feel like from watching the witcher that is what i understand about elves is that they possess a magic that everybody else wants so they're going to kill them off because if they get too powerful they're going to take over like but that's mm-hmm. for me watching mm-hmm. the witcher otherwise i don't know
0: i don't <laughs> I don't either, and I. So maybe you have to have that. I don't know. Um, let's see. Another area for me that I just really struggled with is that I kind of felt like this. The author didn't really leave anything for us to figure out as readers, because there would be like this big impending thing happen happening and then all of a sudden it would be like oh and then that just you know that's all that problem now we're gonna move on and I'm like okay but there's nothing like driving me to keep reading because you're just telling me like there was a lot of telling and versus me like having to piece together the story and like take from clues and stuff like that and just like just be able to predict anything in any capacity. It was all like, oh, well, no, she's going to tell us the next page. So just get ready. Like it's already there. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt um, with a lot of it. It was just very like, I don't know. It wasn't something that I could like drive to keep going.
1: <laughs> well, along the same lines, I felt like the foreshadowing was so obvious. Like and this, yeah. is, this is not, and it's, this is not a spoiler, because I'm just about to make this up, whatever I'm about to say. But she'd be like, oh no, that goat over there, If there, there's a beautiful goat, a sea of goats. If they all die, well, there comes the darkness. And then sure enough, like 30 pages later, all, this, all the goats die. It's like, and you know, you know all the goats are going to die because she made such a big... She only said it once, and everyone's just like, "Oh no!" And there were so many moments where the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yeah, well, I know that's gonna happen. Oh, well, that that's definitely gonna happen." And sure enough,
0: it happened. Hmm. Hmm. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I got so mad towards the end of the book. I was like, "Well, that's gonna happen." Yeah. Just watch. Oh, yeah. there it goes. Yeah. Who would have thought it? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: More dislikes for you.
0: Um yes, I do. If you are going to make someone, this is my number one thing. If you're going to make someone have the gift of divination, okay? Or getting some sort of a prophecy. Can you make it a chilling prophecy, not like there's one black crow and one white crow. Um, The black crow's going to croak at the stroke of three in the morning under the old wise oak tree. Why are they British? <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> that's, that's just how I felt. Like it just, um, I want a good prophecy. I want yeah. something that's like alluring. Something that's like you can sense the impending doom happening. And like Lettle's gift with, Um, Having to like cut open and read the animals and like all this other stuff, like to get her next one. I'm like, okay, cool. But it just, they weren't, they didn't hold the clout that they needed to in order for me to be like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. So who is that person? Like, yeah. It just didn't, it
1: didn't Um, do it. Dawn loves a prophecy and there were so many. Yeah. But they were all too convoluted. And like you said, just like I know I know prophecies are not supposed to be easily interpreted, but right. damn. Like, can we get a little bit more simplistic in it? So that we have a chance to interpret it? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the prophecies were mm-hmm. just too many and too convoluted. I agree. Mm-hmm. And another thing mm-hmm. about the prophecies, and it always cracks me up with books that have prophecies, especially when they're like long. How do you memorize all of that? Like people will get told a prophecy once, and then man, they got that shit down to the comma. Uh-huh, I mean, like, uh-huh. how did you remember yep. all of that?
0: Okay, I know, I know, I know. Mm-mm. No, it just. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> do you right. got any more dislikes? <laughs> yep,
1: I do. Um, there was a miscommunication trope i freaking hate that as soon as that happened i immediately lowered a star
0: mm-hmm. um same same yeah. i lit i yeah. thought of you too i was like <laughs> I was just knock it down <laughs> my glass isn't keeping itself full so i gotta take off a dollar like every time um <laughs> uh, you have any more? i was yeah, the romance is terrible. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. It is. It was. It's
0: it's terrible. Like and either make it a romanticy read or don't. Mm-hmm. Like just you you can't there was too much um like oh he blinked at me the right way so you know oh he must like me oh wait no he doesn't understand oh wait no miscommunication oh wait no oh you didn't think that oh okay let's just bang it out cool sounds great it happened multiple times throughout
1: <laughs> Yep
0: I literally I skimmed I skipped over all Oh, like, I, after the I, first time, I
1: was like, I can't, I can't do this yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I did too. I did too. Which, uh-huh. um, well, that'll be in my nitpicks, but, like, um, mm-hmm. like, continuing on your thought. But as a different dislike, Ureen, and I'll get to this in the spoiler, that woman <laughs> made some horrible decisions. Like, oh my god. And I can't talk oh. about it here, but oh my God.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. hmm Oh my God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. I know. She just it was like one bad decision after another. <laughs> oh, it was not. It was not good. Um I don't know. It just I don't know if it if, if it's because like we're just gonna like and try to Pludge through this clunky writing, you know, that just throws all sorts of logic out the door just to get a good book out for convenience. I don't understand. Like that's what it felt like. We had a good setup. And then everything just kind of I felt like we were rushing. We were rushing into this world that I don't understand how we just all of a sudden show up into. And then Everybody is, uh, that's probably a spoiler, so I probably shouldn't say this next little line, but there was just a lot of like, it's too good to be true for convenience with the yep. storyline. Yep. Is that, is that, a, that, that's a good way I can say it, right? Yeah. Was
1: <laughs> Everything was too convenient, including the magic.
0: God. Yes, it's just too, too convenient. too convenient. There was no struggle, nothing, nothing. That's where I got, and then I just got some nitpicks.
1: All right. It's nitpicking time. Um, So going along the lines of what you were saying is that, okay, so I'm not going to be, I'm going to be vague. I hate it when victims are physically attracted to their captor. Oh, they are going to kill you. Why are you commenting on their luscious, luscious arms and lips? No, that is not a thing. Not a thing.
0: mm Nope. No, and I just felt like everyone was like Randy in this book. This is nitpicky for me. Like, everyone's attracted to everybody. We're just having a whole bunch of whatever, and that's okay.
1: I mean, that's their world. And you know what? There was a moment in the book that's where... Their world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, world? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, let me finish. So in Avatar... <laughs> Remember the party? And, oh. and Reese was like, you better stay home. I felt like that was like that in this book the entire time when they got to the <laughs> Faye court.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's just a giant fertility festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, okay, my like, next little nitpick is that what happened to the action? Like, what what happened to all that there's like no action it's supposed to be this war packed world and it's just it's just gone
1: i guess that's book two
0: maybe but there's just too much of coincidences for everything um it's fine
1: (sighs) do you have any more nitpicks no that was it
0: My last one is that the dialogue was, like, just odd. It was very, like, there was some good one-liners. Like, some good, like, very good one-liners. There's one in particular that I'm thinking about. But it was, like, then all the rest of them would just be, like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like you just drop these, like, beautifully eloquent, like, just, like, oh, you really thought about that line. And then it was just, like, Oh, so and so is not doing it. Oh, she's not talking to me. <laughs> oh. My last one is I was not a fan of like Lettle. Oh, she was very little. whiny. If you if you get the audiobook oh. and have a chance to listen to Lettle on the audiobook, it is not it's not good.
1: Like, she had her moments. There were moments where she was just like, look, I'm feisty, and I don't care. And I thought those were good. But then there were moments where I was like, yeah, you need to shut that up. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: If I could have reached through and, like, shut her up myself, I would have. (laughs) But that's all I have to
1: say. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a 20-minute dislike session. Let's get to some likes. And I already said my first one. I kind of liked Leto.
0: Okay, okay. That's okay. Um, I do like the idea of how the Obed, like, magic was intertwined with the Fae world. I do like that. That was very original. This wasn't some, like, shifter business. You actually had... No, but seriously, though. Like, <laughs> they weren't shifting into, like, this animal form they actually had like a spiritual magical being that chose these people like and who they were going to partner with for the rest of their lives like I enjoyed that yeah that was, that was good that was it was original now I'm here for it
1: <laughs> I just smiled because I think that's the title of the podcast no
0: shifter business your no business literally you're welcome how many times do I drop those? We got some drops. We got some good liners there. They're yeah. titled.
1: It's uh, usually you usually title the podcast.
0: Um mm-hmm.
1: I do think there were a couple of pretty good themes. Um, one of them okay. being feel like feeling like a prisoner in your own home. I won't mm-hmm. elaborate, but you know. Mm-hmm. And I also had the Obeya as one of my likes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I I did like the idea that the diviner like prophecies were not always clear. I did like that idea because it's like you have to basically sit with like what you have, what knowledge that you were given, and kind of shift through like how that could pertain to the world that you live in, like they weren't clear in any capacity. And when it's like when I think of someone who maybe has that gift in a book or whatever, I feel like they're a little bit more clear versus so like puzzle piecey. yeah. Or not puzzle PC, but more like a. I like think it's a rhyme, and they have to really solve like what the the, the riddle of the rhyme is. Um, so I did like that. Um, yeah, I think. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Me.
0: Yeah yeah yeah
1: um i like the representation uh little has a disability urine is really tall um i Mm -hmm. think all the characters were black or brown um Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean the representation was pretty good
0: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah i thought she did a really good job of kind of hitting all all peoples, if you will, with this book. Like there's there's a lot of different areas where you could find someone that you could relate to within this book, um, and I appreciate that as 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 a reader coming in. Um, it's kind of all I have as likes.
1: Yeah, mine are really superficial. Like like I said, the first maybe I don't know if it was twenty five or thirty percent was pretty good. A lot of the twists were good. I think they were two. Or three too many twists. um. And I liked that Urene is like, how old was she? 40?
0: Yeah, she's like 38 or 30. 40, I would yeah. say. like She's an older protagonist, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um. I mean, and I did enjoy, like... I, I do have on there that I really do like the fact that she's like a colonel that was basically exiled yeah. for her crimes like because she made a big oopsie. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But um, that's
1: all I got.
0: I don't know. Maybe I had really high expectations. I think I had high expectations for this book. And I was really hoping to like, be immersed into a different world and fall in love with a different author. Um, But yeah, that's not.
1: Me. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I, I, and this was my choice, my my title choice, and I chose it because I read her, her. I don't know if she was a debut. She wrote *Final Strife*, which is a duology, and I liked it. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, we're we're getting a new world. It's fairies. It's black fairies. We don't have, like I said, we don't have a lot of authors that do fairies. Let's mm-hmm. see what she can do with it." And I was really
0: disappointed so yeah yeah okay well that concludes our spoiler free section of fay bound um we're curious to see if you guys also felt the same way i know that this book is kind of circulating through a lot of different people's hands to get out and read it because her final strife um trilogy right is it duology Um, I know it's got really good reviews and a lot of people really liked it, but they did also comment and say that this book in particular is smaller than her last um, series. So they're almost wondering if like, maybe that's why this one kind of fell a little bit more flat is because she lacked the girth that her other duology had. Um, So I'm not really sure, but um, our next book is going to be Allie Hazelwood's new book. Bride? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Um, which I believe is—I have to get the title. Love on the Brain, right?
1: No, so that one. Are we thinking of two different books? Bride. Who wrote Bride? Huh? Bride.
0: Bride. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, Allie. Yeah, this one. We are prepared, guys.
0: We are not prepared. Can you what see is it? it? Bride? I can't see it with your, with your black
1: <laughs> Say, you tell the, the title, dog. It's called Bride by Allie Hazelwood. Look it up. You've seen it. Um, I know. I'm just like, I can't see
0: it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Bride. Yes. Yeah,
1: vampires and Werewolves.
0: Mm-hmm. Supposed very, to be really good. Yeah. Supposedly, I've heard. Okay. I've heard. Well, we are going to spoil this book for you in five, five four, four, three, three six, two, six, one. one. All right,
1: all right. I have to get the elephant out of the room. I don't know if you saw this elephant, but as soon as she killed that Obeya and she was taken to the Fay Court, I was like, "Up, oh, this is Acoltar." Did you catch that? I know you did. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. "Oh
0: no!" Like, I'm like, "Okay, that's not original in any capacity." No. Like, what, exactly what happened to Feyre when she killed Tamlin Exa- Sentry? Like, yes. out there. Oh, yeah, you're a prisoner. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now you're bound. Now you're bound to an obeya because now the powers are you, and you're actually like part of our line. It's fine. Yeah what the heck yeah (laughs) I could not that made me so angry because that was just too good to be true like too situational like just I oh man I was not I literally wrote down in my notes and now she's bound on an obeya like that's cool like shouldn't just kill one or anything like that And now we're just going to act like it didn't happen. She doesn't have to pay for her crimes because now she's bound to one. And now she's one of the people because they can't touch their own. Uh Okay, cool. You know? And then it's like, then you learn about their different dads that they actually had two different dads. And I'm like, Okay, well, that makes sense because they both have two different types of personalities along with gifts and along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Whereas, like, the diviner, like, line, it comes from a very specific bloodline. Okay, cool. And, and then, just.
1: And then Ryan, uh, well, of course, he's he's the faking or whatever we're calling him. Of course. Oh
0: yes, because we cho- the tree has chosen him. So all three of them now can't leave this world because his dad <laughs> is his dad is the mist. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, yep. He's fathered by storms, mist, and needs to be bound to an obeah. Okay. <laughs> we missed that one coming in. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, and now Letal gets to join and be a royal seer. Of course. Okay. Um. Sounds good. Um, and oh, and oh, and Urene killed Ryan's father. That's the Obeya that she killed. She killed his daddy. Oh, because he was trying to let me. Let me get it ready. Yeah. Unite people. He's been fighting to unite the people. <laughs> and, the and you're shaking your head because that's exactly what I did. <laughs> uh. Oh, and to become fae-bound is, um, it's the queen's highest glory. Okay.
1: Speaking so, of queens, so. this is what I was saying, that Eurene was making horrible decisions. She was banging queens she was banging her queen, and then goes to the fake court, and then bangs the future queen. It's like, are are we not learning a lesson here? Don't bang the queens. There's your mm-hmm. lesson. There's your lesson right there.
0: Yeah, but they all thirsty. <laughs> she was a thirsty girl in this whole book series. Oh my gosh, it's cracking me up.
1: I don't know how long she was away from her homeland, but it didn't take long. She was supposed uh-huh. to be in love with the queen. I don't remember Salawa.
0: Oh, I don't remember her name. Yeah. I don't.
1: Yeah, and then uh- that went out the door. I will say that I was shocked when it was revealed that she was banging the queen. I was like, Oh damn. This book oh. is gonna do something. Okay. I'm 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 digging this.
0: Mm-hmm know
1: and then it poo-pooed but
0: there was too much empathy for them too soon like the queen like fell in love with Irene like way too soon like had compassion for her way too i don't know there just wasn't a good uh <coughs> fight attraction like I'm an enemies to lovers girl like I do like that troll but I like it done well like I I want to see you pine after each other I want to see the banter I want to see you want to rip each other's heads off like I want to see all of this stuff and it was just there wasn't a lot of that no. at all and it all of a sudden they have like the little ceremony or whatever where they honor the fact that she's now fay bound and they're like I just, I've, I've loved you since the moment I met you, and I just, I can't get my hands off you. Like that's just, it happened really fast. And then she's leaving her, then to now go back. And then last little part. Um, guess who has the secret to the boundary line? Ryan's dad. Ryan's daddyo knows what the secret is, and he gave it to him. So now they can open it for everybody not like they've been locked in a war for, you know, years or anything like that. It's fine. I will say like the one part of the book that I really liked, um, and it was of course like towards the beginning, is where we get to see urines like compassion on the impoverished children and the fact that like they have to join this war in order to to eat. Like... That part she wrote so well, which I'm like, okay, like she's conveying emotions. Like I'm feeling sympathetic towards this person and like what their choices are. Like, and then it just like, it all just goes down the pooper. The moment she gets exiled, it's like, she started off really, really strong. And I just, I don't know. And then I saw the person who killed the Queens, which by the way, we didn't see the Queens long enough for us to be like, oh my gosh, they're dead. Uh You pick that person out. Like. You know, a needle in a haystack. I'm like, oh, it's that person. He was there. He did it.
1: Well, there was a foreshadow that was pretty obvious. Something about some squid ink. And I was like, well, yeah. she only mentioned squid ink one other time. And it was with mm-hmm. that one guy. So Hormans.
0: clearly... Oh, Komei. Komei, I think. Komei. remember. The brother. He was the brother uh, or the uncle. It, it was
1: his lover. Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess that it was the lover but I was Bowling. like,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's what I mean yeah, about I- foreshadows. I was like, well, I figured that out pretty quickly. That wasn't hard.
0: hmm hmm No, she did have some really good one-liners, and I can't think of the one, but it was about, like, making jo- choices based on... What was the wording? And that's why I wanted to find my iPad, is because that specific line, I was like, oh, that was a really good line. But I can't remember what it was. Um,
1: I wrote down a couple. I don't think it's the one you were thinking of. Um, so I had, you look for ways to gain power over feelings that makes you power. No, that did that over. You look for mm-hmm. ways to gain power over feelings that make you powerless.
0: Yes. That was that was it.
1: That one. And then I had um this isn't well I guess it's a quote. Leto had never been one to mince words. She wore her ignorance as proudly as her intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm. I kind of like that one. Yeah that's all I'm saying. She's got these beautiful lines in this book and I'm like how did we miss the storyline? <laughs> It was just, it got to a point where it's like they get captured by the Fae and then it's just like, that's predictable. Sure as heck, she's going to fall in, like, Leto's going to fall in love with Ryan. Like, Ryan's not going to want to leave her and all this other stuff. Oh, and Uran's going to fall in love with the other general that's there, but who turns out to be a queen. Oh, there it goes. Oh, okay, there that happened. And, and just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, everything just became so predictable yeah. with what was going to happen. And I kept reading because I wanted to be wrong. I wanted to be wrong that it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh. I'm still surprised you gave this book a three, by the way.
1: um, it, That's a generous three. Like, I was between a two and a half and a three. I thought it was different enough. Cause to give it. Yeah, I've, I've already given a two and a half this year. And that book was way worse than this one, so I couldn't give it a two and
0: a half. Okay, I, I haven't given true. a two and a half yet. But it's like I don't know. There's still so many good one like there are still so many good one liners in the book that I'm like, is it worth the two and a half? Is like how I feel. Like yeah. I don't know. I was I was not impressed. Yeah, and I read very things about this author, and I was like, this is gonna be good no oh, well we at
1: least it's not lore one year it's, we started a year off with lore and that was bad It's
0: not that, that bad. was so bad and then the book after that was bad and it just it didn't get good until we read a clear book i think <laughs> <laughs> it's true this isn't as bad as that because it's no. it's got some it's got some good potential I don't know if I will read book two though, just because of how predictable everything was in book one. I don't, I don't want to say I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have anything else that you want to talk about with the book in the spoiler edition area? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry guys we're starting off with a mm, not so good but if you have anything exciting for us to read please let us know in the comments Um, we will not be doing uh Sarah J Moss's new book because there's just a lot going on that someone else <laughs> I guess is not done <laughs> yeah somebody did finished
1: finish I don't know who that person adult. is but that person did not finish
0: Akotar so Mm-mm. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us and we hope to catch you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.